0: We're in this metal object hurtling through air and space and time. And like, that's when we feel comfort.
1: But one funny story, uh, and I know you probably don't even want me to tell this one, but I'm going to. You
0: always used to oh, get no. car sick. So we'd be driving to these and you would get car sick. Do you remember this? I mean, I remember getting cars. John, are you telling the Jonathan story that he loves to tell over and over and over again? <laughs> I might have to just mention it. <laughs> I don't know. I love, I like flying. I don't you know. Like I think it. it's I like, like, I go into a it's cocoon. Very, okay. Here's why I think I like it. It's very organized.
1: <laughs> Figures. We are more than just a mother-daughter duo. We are best friends, business partners, dance partners, and more. Despite living on opposite sides of the country, we talk every single day.
0: And we talk about it all. Life, work, social media, shopping, family, our hopes, dreams, goals, nothing's off the table, and we're inviting you to the chat. This is yours truly, a glimpse into what goes on behind the TikToks and inside our conversations together, even those extremely long tangents. When
1: you join the chat, you're not just a listener, you're officially part of the family.
0: Today, we're talking about one of our favorite things to do as a mother-daughter duo, as individuals, Mm -hmm. and what is that? (laughs) We can agree on one
1: thing, Julie and I. Traveling is one of our favorite things to do. And it makes sense with my adventurous spirit, took me around the world with opportunities for work, and we'll talk about that. Julie used to hate sleepovers. Tell us that about that, Julie.
0: I used to loathe sleepovers. I think I just, like, liked my bed, honestly. And... But... Even though I hated sleepovers, I found myself on a three-week international trip as early as seventh grade, and it was my first sleepover.
1: (laughs) In this episode, we're going to talk about our love for travel and how Julie manifested her adventurous side living across the country now, even more so. All right, let's dive in, Julie.
0: Yeah. Why why do you like traveling? Oh, my gosh.
1: I have... I must say that as a child and a teenager, my family did not travel a lot. I can remember my first time on a plane was I think I was about 17 years old and we went to Florida uh, to Disney World. (laughs) And I Florida. Just, isn't it Florida, the <laughs> accent. But I will say that was literally my first time on a plane. So to think of where I am now and how much I've traveled and how much I've flown, it is unbelievable to realize that because you, mm-hmm. you guys have been flying ever since you're little. You know, it's a whole different yeah. childhood. So when I started, my, f- my first job was a lot of travel for shoots, a lot. So I feel that I had the advantage of these experiences where it was pretty much nice, Level quality travel, and we always stayed in really nice <laughs> hotels. It was really nicely budgeted shoots, and so I had the advantage of going to cities that I never even would have cho- chosen to go to. I was in Toronto, I was in Rome, I was in Australia, Sydney, I was in Brisbane. I've been to a lot of unusual places due to shoots, and it was, and so I think I fell in love with traveling at that point, and I was always. Traveling by myself at that time, so getting on a plane by mm-hmm. myself. I remember Australia. We were always able to go in business class, and they would give you the nice little eye mask. You'd sleep, and then they'd wake <laughs> you up for your meals. It was like, what on earth is going on? And I felt I was hooked. Done. Sold. That's where my love started for sure. And Tom and I love to mm-hmm. travel together, so he's also got a love of traveling and exploring. So that was a good fit for me. We love to travel together. So. Mm-hmm. what about you? What are your, f- your sort of first memories of traveling? And why do you love it so f- much, do you think?
0: I feel like some of my first memories of traveling, I was like thinking about this, was like Disney World. Um, <laughs> we went to Disney World a lot. You know, we went to the Bahamas once. Mm-hmm. And like also coming to California, that was like a big one. That
1: was a big one. That was when you were like, we, I want to say eight years old or so, maybe yeah, 10. Yeah,
0: I was really young and I don't even, I don't know, I just... I feel like it didn't like hit until I did that trip in seventh grade where Mm -hmm. my English teacher's like, oh, I run this trip every year with this group. We go all across Europe. It's three weeks long with kids in middle school. And I was like, I have to go. (laughs) And I don't even like know what came over me because I hadn't at that point ever been in a sleepover. Mm -hmm. Like even if I traveled, it was with you guys. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting that I just was like felt this like, okay, I have to do this feeling right and then I feel like it just took off from there and you know although I haven't like traveled for work I've like traveled very intentionally of like places mm-hmm. I wanted to go and like I've used like my school and like education as a way to travel a lot so even like picking schools outside of New Jersey and like our hometown Mm -hmm. that is like in an essence like traveling and adventure like went to school in michigan then i moved to chicago and then you know when i was in school i was thinking about this the other day because i have to get my passport renewed um but like my freshman year okay well let's start with this we had a french exchange student when i was in high school emma so if emma's listening hello (laughs) (laughs) oh yes (laughs) but you like randomly volunteered and we had this french exchange student nobody spoke french and we were just like, okay. And it was really fun. And then... And you know how that after happened? I, it
1: was one of the neighbors asked me. Yeah,
0: one of the neighbors. Yeah, she asked me if I would
1: host one of her friend's daughters. And I was thinking... And it was funny because we all took Spanish. We didn't know
0: a thing about yeah. French. No. But I think that was a really interesting because then the next summer I went to visit them for two weeks. And I was... It was like... Besides seventh grade, it was like the first time I was really like traveling alone internationally. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. So then, the next year, it was a freshman in college. I did, elected to do like a study abroad summer session Mm -hmm. in Africa. So I went to Gavone, Ethiopia, Mm -hmm. and like I can't believe I did that. Me either. You had like mosquito
1: bites all over your legs. I just remember the photos you sent. I didn't
0: have cell service for thirty days. I turned my phone off, on like. May 5th, and I didn't turn it back on till oh like, June 5th. God. And, like, that is, like, crazy to me. But is like crazy. What about to me? What I, I couldn't reach you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was your mom,
1: and I couldn't even reach you for that month. Oh, my madness. God. It is madness when you think and about then, it. And then,
0: I know, and then, you know, the year after that, we went to BVI for my, like, on spring break. I went with you guys as a family. And then junior year, I studied abroad in Australia. That's crazy. So I really, like made it a priority that even though yes. I was a student like I wanted to do these things and I wanted to make sure like I would still travel and like going to Australia was like the best six months of my life like mm-hmm. oh. I have to go back and to something
1: that, that is really core to your personality in my opinion it's like what? key to explaining oh, who you are okay I'm scared the German homestay at you were oh. in seventh grade you went to, oh, abroad <laughs> this was like 21 countries in seven days or whatever seven countries in 21 days whatever it was and uh you, one of the things involved a home stay with the german family now i want to set the stage because we're in long beach island this is in the summer and i can specifically <laughs> remember being on the boat we were on the motor boat me tom maybe tommy jonathan and you were calling me from this German household that you were staying at this German this with this family and they were pretty it seems like if looking back maybe they were pretty well off like they had a nice house. I think you said you had your own room. It was a pretty nice yeah, arrangement. It was
0: nice. It was but, a good setup. but
1: now think about DARE the program. Like no drinking and driving. That was a big thing that was drilled <laughs> into your heads in school. Drilled drilled when I say so whatever they took you out and you noticed that this father had been drinking
0: beer right? A lot. A lot. He wasn't just like it wasn't like he was like oh he's buzzed and he's drinking. You know I could deal with that. He was like drunk and like he had a cane and he was poking people with it and clearly like drunk and then we got on the Autobahn. And then she gets in the car with him and
1: she was freaking out. She was you were texting me from the car he's drunk and we're driving and didn't he bump didn't he fender bender somebody or bumped into a car? There was something that happened that was like a little mini I don't want to say an accident but like a little fender bender thing you were freaking oh, yeah, out that you did. needed to get out of this out. house and you i said well look if you call the cuz there was a safe word that you would say to be to know yeah. that it was an emergency exit and this i feel bad for the mother in that household because she had to pack up your stuff you did the safe word i w- i was so impressed because if it was me i know i would have just I know me as a 7th in I my own want to
0: die even on as a the 20 Autobahn something
1: in Germany I know I would have said nothing and just sucked it up and got through it and you were like I'm not having it and you did the safe word and got yourself taken out of there no matter how awkward it was for this family you just knew you were going to get yourself to a safe place I have to say yeah you, that was talk about like your personality coming through in one <laughs> single event as a 7th grader that told me so much it was unbelievable yeah.
0: Yeah, that was a what red were you flag. thinking? What were you
1: thinking at the time?
0: I was just like, well, that was a red flag. And then this man would would just sit in his underwear, like, <sighs> and it, I was just like, this is so inappropriate and like uncomfortable. Like, I've suffered through like uncomfortable things before, but like a grown German man sitting in like not boxers, full like, you know,
1: the tidy white. What, what do you call the those tidy whiteies?
0: White. I couldn't. I was like, no. And people thought I was, like, being dramatic, and I was like, you know what, I care more about feeling comfortable and safe than, like,
1: fucking sucking this up. Yeah, than who you were going to make uncomfortable. I was just...
0: Yeah. I give
1: you credit, because I even know, probably even now, I wouldn't have done the safe word. I would just have been, like, just to suck it up anyway. and take it. But it's so interesting, and it such speaks to your character so strongly, so I just needed to mention that. Very funny, Julie. <laughs> It's funny hearing you talk about it now because I don't think we've talked about it since it happened.
0: No. Okay. (laughs) We're on the Autobahn. He's drunk. Of course I'm going to be scared as a 7th grader who just went through, like, dare for, like, five years incessantly. They're like, no drinking and driving. He's drunk. Oh, God. They were drinking for, like, hours. It wasn't like, oh, we went out for, like, we went to a bar and, like, they had a drink. It was, like, a six... Okay, I'm done. Okay, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> let's move on. Let's leave the program You got German, me worked up. <laughs> let's leave the
1: German family behind now. Onward. Anyway,
0: Take I studied a, in Australia. <laughs>
1: Australia was <laughs> had fun. Had a great time. We visited, too.
0: Even after college, when I graduated, I knew I really wanted to do a big Europe trip. At the time, I wanted to go for, like, at least a month or two. And... Steven didn't have a passport, and I made him get a passport after that because I was like, You're getting a passport. You can't, we can't be dating. You can't not have a passport. (laughs) But I love how I like forged this trip together. I spent a week in Iceland with my cousin. Then I spent like two and a half weeks in Europe with a friend from high school who wanted to travel. And then I spent like a weekend alone in Belgium. And then I met up with you guys for the last week and a half. So it's like, I was like, I'm going to make this happen. And I made it happen. And I was like, Wow. I did that.
1: You did that. Amazing. And it yeah. was so planned and it was like a spreadsheet, if I remember correctly. Oh, oh, there was a spreadsheet. Always a spreadsheet. Now it's like she's got PowerPoint decks for these plans.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. But even though I've traveled a lot independently, we still travel a lot as like a family. And I want to talk about some of our favorite okay. travel stories together. If okay. you want to go there. Yeah, let's you go you have there. anything else let's to say? There. I just think we have some funny stories that are worth sharing instead of us talking about. Like, okay. So I'm family. gonna
1: I'm gonna dive into like our early family. A lot of our early family trips involved skiing, which I love because we mm-hmm. decided that we wanted all of you to learn how to ski. So every uh, every winter, we would go to Smuggler's Notch up in Vermont. We'd put you guys in ski camps and obviously the boys were in there first and then they learned how to ski. And then Tommy and I decided we were going to learn how to snowboard together. So we Mm -hmm. took lessons together. You were basically like three years old and we put you in the little ski school. You were like the little snow bunny and you learned how to ski from basically when you could walk. It was pretty incredible. So you're welcome because that's a great skill
0: to have. Thank you. It's a great (laughs) skill to have. So
1: we've always done those trips. But one funny story, um, and I know you probably don't even want me to tell this one, but I'm going to. You always used to get car sick.
0: So we'd be driving to these, and you would get car sick. Do you remember this? I mean, I remember getting car sick. Are you telling the Jonathan story that he loves to tell over and over and over again? (laughs) I might
1: have to just mention it. (laughs) Okay, fine.
0: We were driving, but I want to tell one part
1: of it that you might have forgotten. So we were driving to Smuggler's Notch, and and Julie got carsick and, and she threw up. And somehow you threw up. Was it like on his blanket or something like that? You you can tell that part of the I story. I don't know. You're telling okay. me. So you threw up and he was so freaked out. I mean, so freaked out that you threw up and it was like a big panic. We pull over. We take out the suitcase. We're getting you a change of clothes or whatever. And it's all chaotic because Jonathan's freaking out. You're crying. You're sick. <laughs> and we're trying to clean it up. We, somehow or another, we drive away and we roll over this, so, this suitcase that's in the room. Somehow the suitcase <laughs> didn't make it back into the car. Did you know that? Oh my God, no. And we rolled over the suitcase and, I, and we were like, what did we just hit? Anyway, it was really funny. So we, that was just a funny part of the story. I don't think you know, but so you always you no. did get car sick. So it's interesting that you do get motion sick, and that's why don't you take Dramamine still sometimes when you when you fly, just for uh, yeah yeah because you do get motion <laughs> sick, which is tough. Yeah, and I want to um, also address this one thing, which is both of us love to fly, and that sometimes if I'm not on a plane after a few months, I feel like I'm having withdrawal. I love to be on a plane, okay. I just do, and it's funny because one of our probably, she's probably listening, Laura from TikTok, has a fear of flying, and recently was mm-hmm. commenting on my TikTok saying, oh, when you're on the plane, please make a TikTok so I can feel at peace because I have a trip coming, and she was really anxious about it. So Laura, I did oh, that gosh, for you. We made funny. a TikTok. Jonathan and I made a TikTok on the plane for you, and uh, I hope that you appreciated it. But we do. We just love, we feel peaceful. I feel like peaceful in the air. I like the sound of the plane. I just like the whole experience of flying. What about you?
0: yeah. I mean, I I like flying. I think, I don't know. I love. I like flying. I don't you know. Like I think it. it's I like, like I go into a it's cocoon. Very, okay, here's why I think I like it. It's very organized. <laughs> it's very structured. It's like a very like. It stresses. Sometimes it stresses me out. It stresses me out more. Like the Uber ride from my apartment to the airport than actually going through the airport because like going to the airport is so fucking rhythmic it's structured you know what to expect it's like watching the same TV show over and over again when you know the ending it's like I know I'm gonna make it to my gate I, I have TSA pre I check in I have my system I have my I have a system I am the best at getting through TSA pre and I love the rhythmic sensation of going through an airport
1: that is really funny and I did not
0: know that that was a thing for you
1: <laughs> I, like yeah. the, I like I being on so. the plane and, in a cocoon I don't get up a lot I don't have to go to the bathroom 10 times no. I don't feel like claustrophobic okay. you hear I something? just like to curl up and sleep
0: yes here <laughs> we go I'm not great Like some, it's hit or miss whether I can sleep on a plane but when I was flying back from my study abroad in Australia I was flying I had a layover like because I, I went to did some other stuff so I had a layover in Japan and I flew from Japan to JFK I did not get up once. I did not pee. One. It was a 14 or 15 hour flight and I was just I was just there. Like I didn't move. Wow. That's that's impressive. <laughs> that's a long time. Madness.
1: That's wild.
0: I don't, but I don't yeah. have to get
1: up often either, though. To be honest, mm. I don't, I don't need to move a lot. It's really strange. I get like, and so you, even sometimes, me and you, when we have to sit at the table for a long period of time, don't you feel like antsy, like you have to
0: get up when oh, we're yeah. sitting I around can a never dinner sit table? Still, but when I I'm really crying, struggle with I'm that. Like,
1: it's just, yeah, it's like
0: the it's depends on when I'm around a dinner table. It's like I, being in the womb, you know, like we have to rock babies after they yes. get out of the out of the womb. Maybe it's like that's yes. our equivalent of like being in the womb and we're finally calm. It's like. We're in this metal object hurtling through air and space and time. And like, that's when we feel comfort. That's hysterical. <laughs> it's
1: true, though. And it's funny that we both have that same feeling about it of like not yeah. needing to move. And, you know, we travel, Tom and, has to get up all the time because his back hurts. So he has to always be on an aisle. I want to be on a
0: window because I don't want a window to all have to. The time. I know I'm not going to make anybody and, get up at all. And it's funny. Because Stephen is really tall, so flying is really uncomfortable for him. Oh. I'm short; I fit right into that basic economy seat, and I am fine. I am living in I have room for days. But when me and Stephen fly together, we get the seats with extra leg room, and I'm like, this is luxury. <laughs> like, because I can like stretch my feet out, and it still doesn't hit my backpack. Like, you know. So oh maybe that's God. another reason why. That's but. so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, so also, what, can we talk about? <clears throat> I go ahead, what do you want to talk about? Me and you both kind of enjoy airplane food. Yes, we do.
1: We like what they're bringing, the snacks or whatever it is. The
0: strip waffles, the pretzels. Right. I mean, Brands the little my- desserts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. The I've only flown first class once, and it was because... You, I was going to visit Michigan for the first time and it was super last minute because I got, I got in really late because I was waitlisted and then I got in and Tommy had to take me because you and dad were on vacation and you were like the only seats on this flight are first class. (laughs) It's like my only first class experience is an hour and a half flight from like Newark (laughs) to Detroit and I was like, oh. This is, it was great. <laughs> I remember that. My God. That's just, let's just add that to the list of the
1: things I missed in life when I was working. No, stop. It's okay though. It was a I, fun
0: bonding weekend for me. And It Tommy. was really
1: fun for you guys. And actually when I think about it in hindsight, I know that was such a good memory for you. It might even be like one of those core memories of, you know, that yeah. you'll always remember that all the other kids were with their parents and you were with your older brother at the, at the yeah. orientation. I mean,
0: or, that will always be a core memory because it was just, I don't know that it just made like at that point, Tommy had graduated. He didn't live at home anymore. Like, not that we didn't see each other a lot, but it was like, okay, it's just me and Tommy for like three days straight. And we're, and he's like a big reason that I ended up going to Michigan. Like he really convinced me.
1: Yeah, two of his friends went there, and he was – and I remember when they were going there, I was like, Michigan. I remember thinking that was the strange place for them to be going. And yeah. now he was there, and he was like – and he came home and said to us, she needs to go there. And I was like, I believe him. So that was, that was the end <laughs> of that. But it was so cool because – but again, you know, it just speaks to our family dynamic, how, like, there are things that took me away from things that I sh- might have been at, but it was meant to be, and it was a, It ended up yeah. to be a good thing. You always look, I always look yeah. at the positive side of it for how it was for you guys, mm-hmm. the two of you. No, so nice. Yeah, And we now, now we, thinking about the ski trips, like now we have evolved into the rest of the family. We don't do the family ski trips anymore for various reasons. I Jonathan fell and hurt his <laughs> back. Do, you know, Tom's got knee
0: you problems. You know what and, I was just thinking? What? You know how Jonathan hurt his back this summer. He broke his spine. Big thing. Right. Yeah. Happened. But he broke his back skiing. He did break his back like, skiing. Like this is not back the first the time day. he broke his back. He did. He fractured his spine skiing crazy? years ago.
1: I know, and that was when he couldn't. And he was about maybe fifteen or something, or maybe fourteen. He was young.
0: Yeah,
1: younger maybe. And he and that was the last time we we were able to ski as a family. And so now now it's evolved into no, you and I doing a our media. girls ski trip. And, and it's,
0: it's so fun. So funny. Have so many funny stories about the these ski trips I just feel like we laugh like the whole time yeah. so it's just like a lot of laughing it's like we're unhinged <laughs> we're not with like it's just us and we're <laughs> unhinged is a good word <laughs>
1: I leave I leave all the meals to you. Like where we're gonna go to eat, I leave that to you. I plan
0: the meals. I plan this (laughs) run. I'm in charge of the map. I'm in charge of the timing. I just I feel like it's I'm just there basically. Yeah, you're just there. But I think one of like we have some of the funniest stories from this trip because I remember one time we went and we were at one of these ski resorts where if you and we were on one of these lifts where like you had to take a very specific route. To make sure you would get, get to right back place. to the hotel, because you had to take you had to take a very specific route to get to the gondola, to the gondola to take you down the mountain back to the hotel. And I told you before we got, I'm like, you need to follow me. <laughs> and what did you do? I did. You went, the wrong, went way. the wrong way. I didn't. I lost track of you because I was so focused. Oh You were my so God. focused, and I I knew I lost you, and I was like, well, oh, I'm well. going to go back. She's home. on her own. <laughs> Two hours later. You get back home Man. because you had to go. And I knew because I had been analyzing the map. I, you had to, if you missed this turn, you have to go from one lift to another lift to another lift to go to the top oh. of the mountain to ski back down the right way. I don't. I don't know how you got. I don't back. know how I, I got back to send, either. Like, because the I'm, not, I'm,
1: a, I'm a more like every time I get somewhere, I ask someone. So how do I go here next? Like I, I'm not a map person. I'm definitely directionally challenged. When when we skied as a family, this is worth mentioning. Me and Tommy would get on the lift together, and we because we were snowboarders at the time. So it was the sometimes we would say we're going to do this run and we're going to meet the, meet them, and then Julie, Tom, and mm-hmm. Jonathan were skiing. So the two of us would never have a plan. I mean, neither one of us looked at a map, and we were lucky we even got down. We just were like, whatever. And when I I (laughs) ski with Julie, I don't even have to worry. I'm like, she's making the plan. Just tell me where to go. Point me here. I don't even have to look at the map again because I just, you know, you are my navigator. So when I lost you that day, yeah, there was hours and you I was like, well, but I don't get stressed out. <laughs> I don't panic or anything because I'm just like, oh, I'll get there. I'll find my way and I'll chat with people along the way and I get on a lift and I make a new friend here and a new friend there. And then I ask people, which do you think is the best way to get here? And I just go, I kind of like the way I live I my could life never. the way I ski down the mountain.
0: <laughs> I could never. I need to have it mapped out.
1: This really like speaks to how we both live our life, right? You like It's plan so things. funny.
0: Yeah. No, but it's funny because I was looking at, I was trying to find old pictures for, to post on our podcast Instagram to like show the moments we're talking about. And you know what archive I came across? What? Our trip to Italy. (laughs) Oh my God. high school. It was me, you, dad, Tommy, and then Kristen and Camille. And I'm looking at those pictures and I am transported back because- there's so many pictures of me and dad with our maps. And you you guys were obsessed with like getting pictures of us with our maps because we were always checking. But I'm like, those canals were confusing. Do you remember? We got so lost because me and dad like weren't on it. And then we got stuck in a canal. And you and Aunt Camille waved down a random Italian man to in a little like wooden, I wouldn't even call it a boat. You <laughs> know, somewhere. that's how like disheveled it was. And we all loaded up on this thing. And we crossed the like the big canal because we couldn't figure it out. Oh my god! So another <laughs> good reason to plan reason for sure. Yeah, but that also but that speaks a, to like how me and my sister live our
1: life, which is like we'll figure it out as we go. You know, what I mean? yeah. we'll flag somebody down that will save us. Oh boy, it's funny oh because god. I think that in general um, our traveling mantras are different. Like I. I don't need to plan every day when I travel. I kind of like to experience and like oh people and then sort of mm-hmm. people watch. Whereas you, even Dad, like it's we have an agenda. We what are we going to do at this time? And then we're going to hear for lunch and then okay. a museum. No, no. But I think that's a. I don't think it's a negative thing because at least other. I don't think I'd see half the things. I out.
0: leave room. What I call this? I room. I leave room for planned spontaneity. Okay. You know. <laughs> okay. It's called planned spontaneity where you <laughs> figure out. Okay, I care about food when I'm traveling, so I pick out my places for lunch. Are there activities I want to do? In between, plan spontaneity. Okay. Do whatever the fuck you want. Okay. This is the first time I've heard it's, this this
1: phrase, Plan spontaneity. I might have to. We <laughs> have to dig deeper into that one going forward. That's fun. It's a good idea.
0: When I travel with you and Dad dad always goes I just want to eat at a diner dad we are not in New York City we need to find somewhere to eat other than a diner
1: <laughs> oh my god that's so funny I, I, I won't I won't say he always wants to eat at a diner though in fairness he does like he he's like, does like I know, he does nighting. like good food
0: but sometimes in the morning he's like let's just go to a diner I'm like we in I in the British Virgin Islands. There is no diner within a hundred mile radius. I know. It's funny also because
1: he had a phrase for a while there that uh, he was using before he started be- being a chef because now he's really into cooking. And I think he has changed his tune on, you know, mm-hmm. just meals in general. But he used to go, it's just a meal because he was like thinking it was like fuel. That was his attitude about, yeah. about food. But now that he's done you know did not travel down this path of cooking and he's like really enjoying learning how to cook and making recipes mm-hmm. by the way he's a great cook and the meals he makes are fantastic yeah. i think now he actually has a different take and he doesn't want to like waste yeah. a meal on a crappy restaurant yes
0: that's how i've always felt <laughs> so
1: i got to come to his defense because maybe that was then but i think now i don't know yeah. it might be a different tune we'll see we'll see on the next family trip uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i feel like Right before the pandemic, we went to the British Virgin Islands as a family. It was again me, you, Dad, Tommy, and Jenna, Stephen, uh, Uh, Billy and Merritt, Billy and Merritt cousins, Mitch and Mitch, (laughs) Tommy's friend, Mitch. And that was so it was like family
1: plus a friend and a cousin. Well, just for the reference point of people listening.
0: It was so fun. Like, we still talk about that. I don't know oh if that's just because, like, you know, the week we got back, the world shut down. So yeah. it was like our last, like, really big trip that we've done. Yep. Yeah. But wow, the, the, that was
1: a fun one. The, the thing that was uh, funny about any kind of trip where you're on a boat and it's a very small space with uh, with people yeah. living together, you really get to know people in a different way. And it's a whole different oh, kind yeah. of experience than going with a group and everybody goes back to their rooms at night and you don't really see. This is like there's no going back to your room and getting away from people. You know, that's just not how it works on these sailboat trips. And I think mm-hmm. it's just the most incredible like way of communicating, bonding as a family, and just getting to know people. And it's just more um it's just so it's so freeing. It's just really a relaxing way to spend time. I don't know. I'm 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 all for it.
0: I was trying to think of any like funny stories from that trip, but coming up blank. (laughs) I think it was comical that it was Steven's first time on a sailboat. Oh, and he didn't get sick at all. He didn't get seasick one single day. The engine was so loud, and our little cabin was right next to the engine. Oh. He slept until, like, 11 a.m. every morning. Yeah. Meanwhile, everyone else is, like, up at 6 because the engine is so loud. And he's sleeping like a freaking little baby over <laughs> there and, like, doesn't have a problem. And I, yeah, that was funny.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of good, good things. And, like, just doing hikes, and we just, I like, exploring just, the islands, uh, the whole thing. Take us back. Take us back. We need another sailing trip very soon.
0: The last night of the trip, I think, was one of the funnier nights because we had, like, gone to the restaurant that, like—and been served by the waiter that, like, Adele and Harry Styles—remember that? Oh, my God. He was— the same waiter that served Adele and Harry Styles on New Year's Eve was yes. our waiter. And oh. you were like, this was like pre your TikTok days. Yeah. So you were like interviewing him. I was Instagram And I had like interviewing. pictures of behind the scenes. And then the, also the funny part of it was everyone, besides you and dad, we were all waiting to hear if we were working remotely the day oh, we got right. back. We're like, we just don't want to have to go into the office tomorrow. Like everyone was just like waiting for the call. And I remember at dinner, Tommy got the call and he literally like jumped up and was like, I don't know, praising the gods that he didn't have to go in. And it's just like funny looking back on the, now it that now that I was funny. Like, okay, that was like a year of I working know. from home. It was funny too because I have some
1: video footage of me um, with when we got home, saying, "Well, this is going to be my, my the only person I'm going to be talking to." It was I interviewed Dad? It was one of those rare times he yeah. let me he came on camera, and I was like, "Well, it's just going to be the two of us. You're the only one I have around to interview now." Because I was doing interviews at the time yeah. on my Instagram, and it was so funny. Little did we know it was going to be you know year and years in the making of this uh, quarantine Crazy. thing. That was. It's funny to think back to that time we were so innocent. It's going to be like a week or two shutdown. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Julie, before we wrap it up, let's talk about where we would like to go on our next trip.
0: I know. We, especially last summer when we were going through all the, you know, the drama of the summer, we were talking about how once this is all over, we want to do a really big post chemo trip. Right. And I think it needs to be epic.
1: I know. I think it would be so cool to be in Europe, maybe in a villa, or we could do a sailboat thing in Europe and the Greek islands. But we would welcome, I would honestly open this up to listeners and say, if anybody yeah. has some great ideas for trips, please drop And now drop
0: us. that we're both big content creators, you know there will be some epic content yes. of the experience. So you'll be, I mean, given your content, you'll be right there with us on the trip. <laughs> yes.
1: Suggestions are welcome and we will, be, um, yeah. we will be reading them all coming up forward and we'll oh, for sure. take them into consideration. I think it'll be a lot of fun to think to see where we end up going and when that happens. Probably the fall. Agreed. Because yeah. we've got to do our, our family stuff. I'm going
0: to make a PowerPoint. I'll pitch it. I'll pitch the yes, idea. Yes, you will.
1: Yes, you will. I have no doubt.
0: All right. So that's All it right. from our
1: traveling perspective today. I think uh, I think I enjoyed it and reminiscing on some of the good times and thinking about yeah. where we're going to go next. We Walking have,
0: down memory lane. Yeah. It
1: was a good walk down memory lane. You made me laugh. You're welcome. Should we go back to Germany? <laughs> 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 I wish you could see her face right now. <laughs> we will
0: need a designated driver. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for today. Yours truly. Helen and Julie.
1: All right, don't forget to follow us on our social media channels, at the Mothership for me on TikTok and Instagram, and that's Mothership with a U. Julie is at Truly Julie without an E on TikTok, and you can find her Instagram and other details in the show notes. And don't forget about us together on hellosocialized.com where we work to bring you the weekly creative forecast, which is an email that comes out every week, giving you trend suggestions, content ideas, music, trending music, and more. And obviously we have workshops, monthly workshops that we share there and everything is free. So stop by, check it out, sign up, enjoy. And lastly, leave us a review if you loved this because we enjoy bringing it to you. And the more you review us and give us your feedback, the more we want to be here moving forward. Thank you so much to our producer, Grace, who's always listening in and chiming in whenever we need her. And our engineers at Melrose Podcast Studios, we have in Los Angeles, Morgan with Julie, and here with me in the studio in New York City is Patrick. We are on Avenue B. That sounds so cool. Make sure to tune in next week. Bye.